morning. Welcome to Husky Nation News, right here on WHUS Stores 91.7 FM. This broadcast is in collaboration with the UConn newspaper, The Daily Campus, and UConn student-run TV station, UCTV. I'm your host, Allie Urban, and here's the news of the University of Connecticut this week. A University of Connecticut student passed away early Saturday morning in an off-campus car crash, according to the Coventry Police. The crash occurred on Route 44 in Coventry on February 1st at 4.03 a.m. Cole Montefusco, an 8th semester finance major, was a member of the social fraternity Zeta Beta Tau as well as a Huskython morale captain. Montefusco was also a member of professional business fraternity Delta Sigma Pi and held an internship position with the Bank of America Merrill Lynch. According to a UConn press release, Montefusco embodied the UConn spirit through his community involvement, academic perseverance, and pursuit of his goals. An email sent to Huskython morale captain stated that Sunday morning practice was canceled. Staff from UConn Mental Health were available to meet with the members. The crash remains under investigation. On Friday, Lizzie's Curbside celebrated its 29th anniversary with live music and free cake for the University of Connecticut community. Brandon Barzola of the Daily Campus writes that many students visited the food truck during the in-between classes lunch rush to place orders and wait for their food. Lizzie Searing, owner of Lizzie's, Lizzie's Catering and Lizzie's Curbside, stated that it had been a great day with a great turnout. Lizzie's Curbside began on February 1, 1991, starting out with a hot dog cart that Searing's future mother-in-law bought her for a wedding gift. The only spot on campus that was available to rent at the time was on Whitney Road, which is located between the Arjona and Monteith buildings. The original menu consisted of bagels, prepackaged sandwiches, soup, and coffee as Searing had to stand outside with the cart. However, after two years, an enclosure was added to the cart, allowing Searing to avoid the harsh weather and begin making sandwiches to order. Searing eventually purchased a food trailer that allowed her to stand inside and use a grill, leading to the inclusion of burgers and egg sandwiches on the menu. Because the wagon gives her more space, she's able to make more food. Searing said that she gets gratification from serving the community, and she's enjoyed watching people grow up over the years. All of the ingredients are locally sourced from vendors such as Manchester Meatpacking and the Coventry Farmer's Market in the summer. Searing stated that she would be going to look for a golden retriever puppy to serve as the business's new mascot starting in mid-March. The University of Connecticut Recovery Community will be training students who want to become more confident recovery allies this semester by hosting two-hour sessions, according to the Student Health and Wellness website. Daily Campus correspondent Amanda Killick writes that Recovery Ally Training Program aims to increase awareness, sensitivity, and support of any individual on the University of Connecticut campuses in and or seeking recovery from substance use disorders. These training sessions will be led by Sandy Valentine, Recovery Community Program Coordinator, as well as Zach Green, a current UConn student and certified recovery coach. A group of recovery allies from the University of Connecticut School of Pharmacy will also be co-facilitating the sessions. The dates, times, and locations of the training sessions are posted on the Student Health and Wellness website. Additional dates and times will be added based on demand. Students involved in the program will learn how to become better friends and supporters to those seeking recovery, as well as learn more about the resources available to individuals in recovery. Valentine is a certified recovery coach, as well as in long-term recovery from alcoholism. The recovery community chose to start this program in order to teach friends and family of those struggling with substance use disorders how to be better supportive in the recovery process. According to Valentine, friends and family members often wrestle with understanding that addiction is a disease and not a moral failure. 
The UConn Recovery Community is currently planning special events for students in recovery and their allies in celebration of its 7th anniversary next week. The first phase of renovations has been completed for the University of Connecticut's Science Complex and will soon move on to the second of three phases. Daily Campus and WUS reporter Grace McFadden reports that phase one began in 2017 and was focused on constructing the central building of the complex, Gaunt Plaza, as well as Gaunt South. The Gaunt Complex currently houses the UConn Physics Department, as well as classrooms and labs for math, engineering, and biology students. The building renovations coincide with course redesigns within the physics department. Courses are moving from a traditional lab-slash-lecture structure to a studio-type course, which meets three times a week and combines labs and lectures into a single class. Matthew Phillips, a physics graduate student who teaches Physics 1501Q, Physics for Engineers, said that he thought the renovations were beneficial to the program, as they allowed the classes to be more interactive. The second and third phases will be focused on renovating Gaunt West and Gaunt North, respectively. The renovations are scheduled to be finished in 2024. This construction is part of the Next Generation Connecticut, NextGenCT, initiative, which is a collaboration between the state of Connecticut and UConn to expand science, math, technology, and engineering innovation in the state. The initiative is scheduled to take place over the next 11 years at a budget of $2 billion. A new extension to Google Chrome is available for download. This extension has been created by two UConn juniors who thought that student admin needed a little bit of a makeover. Daily Campus reporter Luke Hydash writes that Andrew Burns, a six-semester computer science major and one of the creators, states that everyone hates using student admin because it's outdated and difficult to use. Once the extension is installed, student admin's interface is significantly simplified, only including links to important pages such as grades, transcripts, and the schedule builder. According to Burns, it took about two weeks for him and his friend and co-creator, Tim Noto, to develop as well as test the extension. Roughly 250 people have downloaded the extension to date and are taking advantage of this new interface for student admin. Burns and Noto have received a lot of positive responses about the extension. Burns also said that he wants to make another extension for use of advisors and faculty. He also hopes that UConn will adopt the idea and use it as the standard interface appearance for all student admin users. That's all the news we have for now. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with our own news director, Kara Murray. UConn's Rainbow Center has been serving UConn's diverse communities of gender identities, gender expressions, and sexuality since 1998. The fun and amazing staff provides resources and services to the wider campus community of students, faculty, staff, and local residents. Additional information about involvement opportunities with the Rainbow Center is available at rainbowcenter.ucon.edu. This message is brought to you by WHUS Stores. And we are back from that quick break. We will now be heading into the talk portion of our show. Please note that from this point forward, the views and opinions expressed on this WHUS News Show are not necessarily the views of the staff, management, or licensee of WHUS Radio or the University of Connecticut. I am joined by our news director, Kara Murray. Hello. Hi, Kara. How are you doing today? Oh, <laughs> I know that we're both having a bit of a day today, <laughs> yes, aren't we? Yes, we are. 
but you know, it's almost over, so we're getting there. This is very true. And, you so. know, it's fun to record stuff with you, so it's oh, a good, it's a good thing. <laughs> no, likewise, honestly, I think we have really good conversations and banter. We do. We have great bants. Oh, yeah. So I'm very excited about that. So the topic that I want to discuss that okay. I did not come up last minute. No, not at, at all. all. Nope. No Who would have thought that? Is WHUS concerts. Whoa. We've had Whoa. quite a few of them. Yes, we have. So why don't you tell the listeners what we've done in the past, and then we'll reveal what we're doing now. Okay. So um, I think freshman year, I know that I went to Mischief After Dark, but I only went because whoever was playing at the time, I don't even remember who it was. My friend Amanda really liked them, and she was like, I want to go to this concert that the radio station is putting on. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I just rolled up for the heck of it. And that was fun. I don't even remember who it was. Really? I never <laughs> went to the one during freshman year because I was kind of um, um, a hermit, if you will, for lack yeah. of a better term. Mm-hmm. But that, I, This is true. I can <laughs> confirm this, actually. Oh, wait. Can we tell the story of how you thought I didn't exist? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So really a fun fact that I'm sure many people know by now if they've listened to me and Allie interview each other over the mm-hmm. years is that we lived on the same floor freshman year and that's how we met we did not meet through whus and it took me second semester freshman year to finally meet her i only knew her roommate melissa who is an angel because melissa would come by my room and hang out with me and my roommate because Allie went home every weekend and was just (laughs) never around to hang out with us so i was like does this girl actually exist i have no clue what she looks like no clue what she's like as a person except that she goes home every weekend (laughs) and melissa was like yeah Allie's great i swear and i was like "Mm." and then i eventually met Allie, and i was like oh word she is pretty great a little fun side story is that one of the times that um i was walking through the hallway to the bathroom to like brush my teeth or something i did not have my glasses on nor my contacts so i'm walking in the hall and apparently Kara was walking by as well, but because I'm very, very blind, I didn't know it was her. I didn't recognize her. So she waved and I just completely ignored her. Yep. Allegedly it was me who was walking there. <laughs> and then Allie later And then later she was like, Oh, I thought you were mad at me. I'm like, What? I didn't even know that was you. <laughs> we had like never spoken. I was like, Is she mad no. at me? No. And I was like, No, not at all. I'm just really, really blind. Yeah, that made me feel a little better. Yeah, no, it's true. So that's a little bit of a TBT. Yep, good stuff. But in any case, oh back yeah, to back concerts. to the concerts. Yeah. So I did not go to the freshman year spring. Neither flying. did I. I heard it was good though. I believe I didn't go to the fall one either. Sophomore year. That's what I went to the first time. And who was that? It was Princess Nokia. But this is the thing. Yes, that's right. I stayed for the opener. And then one of my other friends texted me and said, do you want to come out with us? So I said, sure. So I dipped a little (laughs) bit early, but that's okay. And I did go to the one junior year because it was real estate. Yes, we both went to that. Yeah, we both did go to that. And that was really fun. That was like um, kind of when I first started really getting involved at WHUS. Like I had joined the department the previous winter and I was like, you know what? I will at least know two people there so I can go. Wait, who was the other person? Daniela. Oh, Daniela, right. Of yeah. course. So that was very fun. Real estate was really good. 
Um, and then spring or fall junior year, that was Duckworth. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to that. Duckworth was good. He was really, he had really good energy. He was really nice. Um, and then spring fling last year was snail mail. Mm-hmm. And Violent May. And Violent May. Yeah. And you were there because that was, that was right after. I will never forget this because this is like probably one of my best memories being really? here. It was the day after I think I found maybe even like 12 hours after I found uh-huh. out that I got news director <gasps> oh yeah and so I was really excited to see everybody and so I remember I arrived around five o'clock to go like help set up or take tickets and mm-hmm. everybody was kind of already there eating pizza and I walked into the room and everybody was like hey Kara like everybody was just so happy to see me and I was like wow I'm gonna get to work here with all these really great people that was where I met like Bowen for the first time where yeah. I think I met Faisal yeah where I met like really got to meet Bobby who signed my arm oh that was amazing um, DJ Bobby Bickley and you and I drove to West Hartford and yes, got Daniela. I was just gonna say we went to pick her up because something was up with her car so yeah. we're like we're going we did a rescue mission that I think I, that was where I met like Courtney for the first time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was, was just good. That was a really great day for me because it was just such good memories. The start of my career here, my paid career here rather. And yeah, and then uh, Mischief After Dark was Phony People. I was yeah. like, sometimes I'm like, who is it? And then I'm like, oh, duh, it was Phony People. And that was <laughs> wonderful. We planned that. Yeah, we did plan that. I worked it the whole day. So Yeah. That was a good show, too. Yeah, that was really fun. They were super cool. Um, my brother was there that day. I remember that because I was talking with him. Yeah, he's a guy. I remember that. Cool and then dude. didn't we give him or you gave him like your volunteer yeah, badge? Yeah, I gave him my volunteer badge because I was like, everybody here who is important knows who I am. Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm also important. So. You're a star. Thank you. That's why I'm interviewing you. Yes. Because you're a sh- I can't speak English today. <laughs> she was sitting in on my show and I just kept mispronouncing words because yeah. ESL, I guess. It happens. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> I know, but you're a shining star. Thank you. Okay, so now onto our big announcement. Yes. We have a new concert. Battle of the Bands, oh, baby. Yeah. It is something I strongly recommend going yes. to. Yes, strongly, strongly recommend. Really strongly. You know, it is... February 14th, Valentine's Day, uh-huh. so a week after this will be aired. And yeah, time. 6 p.m. in the Student Union Ballroom. Heck yeah. So, you know, could be fun to go to. Oh, for sure. We'll Our- be there. Allie will be hosting. I will. It's like, I think, my first like actual emceeing gig in public. Ooh. <laughs> so that's going to be pretty wild. And aren't you judging? I think I told Julia I would do whatever she wanted me to do. So I might be judging. I might not be. I don't even know. But yeah, I'll be involved some way, shape, or form. So that should be exciting. The bands that are performing are pretty local to UConn. I think yeah. the guideline was literally that at least <laughs> yeah. one person here has to go to UConn. So you're guaranteed to have heard of a couple of them. Should we try to name them off the top of our heads? I think I know at least three. I definitely know all of them. Or all of them. Um, so... Well, if you went to Mischief After Dark last semester, then you're familiar with one of them, J.R. Specs. Mm-hmm. He is a rapper, and he's got a little backing jazz band. They are great. They will be there. Um, one Time Weekend will also be there, and they are really, They're really fantastic. good. They're wonderful. They mm-hmm. did a studio session with us back in November, and that was really great. Um, Zevlon. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't sit in for their audition, but, you know, if they made the cut, they are also pretty good, yeah. I'm assuming. Um, who, homemade. Oh, homemade, homemade. They're great. I've seen them perform. I think we saw them. Yeah, we saw them at Pub Thirty Two. Yes. 
last, um, week. last week. I've seen them perform at our multimedia director. Josh had a party and they performed that's there. That's performed? Yeah. Oh, that's in Josh's so cool. Basement. It was really cool. And then, yeah, I sat in on their audition. And each time they have been really good. Wow. So I'm really happy about that. And then there's one more. Two-headed girl. Two-headed this one girl. I know. Doi. Because... Fun fact, um, the twins, Angie and Celeste, went to my high school. Oh, no way. So I knew them from high school. They actually came to Wuss, I think, junior year, and I interviewed them on the air. Very cool. And then I wrote an article for the news about it. But you obviously, did? that's when Daniela was the news director. Yes, it was 2018. That was before my time. But I was like, oh, I'm cool. so excited that they made it in. Yeah, I, fun fact. I sat in on their audition, and they were really good. Yeah, it was funny because Angie chatted me on Snapchat later, and she's like, we did the audition. I'm like, oh, that's great. Who was there? And she's like, um, a blondish girl and then a girl with curly hair. And I'm thinking, um, okay, who could that Who's be? Who's blondish? Who's oh, blondish? right, it's me. Well, now you're blondish. Now I'm a little blondish. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been described as blondish, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's a very nice trait. There you go. Thanks, Angie. <laughs> First yeah. time for everything. So I'm very excited about that it should be very fun me too and it's like a cool bracket system yeah it is that's wild we originally had six bands one had to drop out such as life um but yeah five bands that just means they'll have even longer to perform so no harm done exactly so that's gonna be really cool it should be a great time yeah and then we're planning the next spring fling yes i don't think we can say who's performing oh no we can't so i almost said something because i'm very excited by yeah. one of the particular artists yes she is i literally was saying this at our board meetings i'm like i know this artist i really really like them yeah it's very rare that an artist ally knows <laughs> likes and plays on her show is gonna be performing at yeah. uconn um and is picked by all of us that's true so this is really a historic moment it is and i'm just so glad that all of you guys supported me yes of course <laughs> in this um, but yeah, so Spring Fling, I think, is going to be really cool because I am excited for the bands that will be there. Me too. So yeah. Oh, senior year though, man. I can't believe it's going to be my last Spring Fling. I know, but you'll have to come back for... Yeah, I was going to say... For the other concerts. I could technically come back for the Please others. Please do. If Rita and Aiden and Faisal... You can't leave them. I cannot leave them. And I'll be here. And you will be here. <laughs> Couldn't leave you. Wouldn't dream of it. I know. Uh, you know what I'm going to do, though? I am going to borrow somebody's robes. Actually, Rita said I could borrow like one of her roommates, probably, and take graduation pictures with you guys. There we go. That's good. Because I'm not passing up that opportunity. No way. Yeah, you have to take pictures with us. Yeah, so that's my little plan that I've been concocting. Solid plan, <laughs> solid plan. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? <laughs> hmm, I don't, I don't know. We have, like, the liberty to talk about anything, really. We do. What's a topic that we should talk about? I really don't. Oh, how's your show going this semester? It's going great. Thank you for asking. It's I'm mentoring right now, and Ooh, that's been your fun. Show? Yes. Wow. And that's fun. Um, I originally, sometimes I can be a little like eh about mentoring. <laughs> Me too. Just because like, I think you probably agree that my show is like the one hour where I'm kind of alone in the studio, not doing work. 100%. Just playing my music. And I don't really mm -hmm. want to have to teach somebody how to like work everything and share the space. But... Rita asked me and I said yes because, you know, we got it for Rita. I'm gracious <laughs> and I do like my mentee. She's really nice. So I totally don't mind it now. And then as a little bonus, um, one of our DJs here who has a show at 11 p.m. asked for a cover. Oh, so yeah. I offered to cover for her. So I got to play 
music that I don't normally get to play because it was explicit. And I got to just have that extra hour to myself. That's so nice. So I want to try and cover more often because I really like doing it. And, you know, last year and all, my semester. Absolutely. It's fun covering because, well, back when I lived on campus, like sometimes like at night, like I would cover people's like late shows. Mm -hmm. I was like, yay, I could play metal with explicit words in it. (laughs) And it's also cool to like throw people off and be like, this is not your normal DJ. This is it's it's the urban legend. Or what's your DJ alias? It's just Kara. Oh, it's just Kara. Okay, (laughs) but I do love the name of your show, Peanut Butter and Jams, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's a fun name. I originally wanted it to be Kitchen Sink. (laughs) Because I thought that I was going to play, like, a variety of genres. So kind of like the phrase, everything but the kitchen sink. I actually like that. Um, And it got, like, approved and everything. And then I went on the schedule, and I saw that there were two shows with that name. Mine and someone else's. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I feel weird about that. So last second, I changed it to peanut butter and jams. And I think it kind of suits my vibe a little better. I think so. Yeah. I think it's it's definitely a very very Kara thing to do. Plus, yeah. you like PB&Js, right? I, I mean, love okay, peanut good. butter. Because if you didn't, then that would not be fitting. It would fitting. be a little sad, yeah. So, but, I feel like I've asked you this before, but where does PRKL Radi Metalli come oh, from? Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Do you like the little roll I did with the R? Try it again. I want to hear again. PRKL Radi Metalli. You know what? That's honestly one of the best takes <gasps> that anybody has oh, said. Boy. Because most people can't do the R roll thing. So here's the story behind that. Everybody knows I love my metal. Yep. Um, everybody knows that... A lot of metal is from Finland because I always say that. Yep. You knew that, right? Yep. yep. So there is a word in Finnish, which is, um, I for, I'm having like a brain lapse right now. It's, it's just a word. I don't know how to describe this word, <laughs> it's but a it's word. a word. And it means something that I'm forgetting right now, okay. but I'll look it up later. There's a and word that means something. It's, it's perkele. It's kind of like... An exclamation, like an expression, like you could use it for anything, like a filler word. Do you know how you spell um, it? P-E-R-K-E-L-E. It might mean devil or something. I don't know, but it's kind of used as just like um, like like a hell yeah or something. Something like that. It does mean devil. Right. It's one of like those words, like every language has one. Like in Serbian, it would be tobre or like, you know, something like that. So... I didn't want to use the full thing because it's just long to say Perkale Radio Metalli. Like, that's really long. So there's an internet acronym, apparently, for this word, which is PRKL. And I was like, hmm, Finnish metal. I want to do something with this acronym. So I was like, hey, PRKL. It's like an acronym, like W-H-U-S, PRKL. And just Radio Metalli literally means radio metal. Cool. That's it. Very so nice. So that is the name of my show. P-R-K-L. Radi Metalli with the urban legend. That was the best take yet. <laughs> that was, and you even get like my emphasis right. Oh, yeah. I've sat oh. in on your show enough times. One thing I have to say is don't people get our voices confused? They do. Yeah. This is Kara speaking right now. And <laughs> this is Allie. Yeah, I think we do have very similar vocal inflections. <laughs> oh, that's the word for that. Vocal inflection. Yeah. That's so, yeah, that's so funny because sometimes people have been like, Kara, and I'm like, nope, it's Allie. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened. Yeah, it's we funny. people have confused us just like physically too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have. More than once, people have um, called me Allie or referred to me as Allie, and I've been like, nope, that's... That's not me. I'm Kara. Wow. Like, you know, flattering comparison, but not me. <laughs> That's true, because I think we're both awesome if I yeah. could if I could make that bold yeah. claim. 
Yeah. So PSA, everybody. We both have brown hair. But yeah. You're more <laughs> blondish that, now. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the distinction now. But other than that, I really don't think we look that alike. No. I don't think so. I think you're taller. Your that's, eyes are yeah. blue. Well, that's kind of a lie because my eyes are oh, green. No. Oh, shoot. But my contacts are like not tinted blue because I don't order them tinted blue. Just how the contacts are made. They're like blue material, bluish oh, so clear. They look blue. So they look blue. Gotcha. So it's um, I'm deceiving everybody. Gotcha. I see. So now we're more similar than we yeah, think. Yeah, I know. Jeez. <laughs> I even have the same sweatshirt that Kara has on right now. Yeah. Slightly she does. different, but like mostly the same. We have a lot of the same clothes, I feel like. Like what else? I don't I feel like there was I remember last year you were telling me that I needed to wear a certain item of clothing so you could wear oh, it the same day so, as me. Oh, so yeah. What was it? I feel it was like a flannel and one of our wash shirts and yeah. Converse. Uh, yeah, I think so. That and was I think like, like a choker. Yeah, that was a whole <laughs> fit. It was like uh, throw back to high let's school. Bring that back, please. Yeah, let's do um an emo wuss day. Yes, perfect. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Yes, sounds good. Oh my goodness. Is there anything else you want to say to the fans before we wrap it up? I don't think so. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes, thanks for listening. Don't forget, Battle of the Bands. True. See me, or hear me rather, host, Kara Judge, probably 90%. Yeah, Yeah, we'll say 90% shot. 90% shot. I'll be there in some way. Yeah, some way, shape, or form. I'm going to be volunteering, too. Yes, so it'll be double the fun. Come to that. It'll be great. Yes. All right. That's all the time we have for today. So thank you so much, Kara, for talking with me. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening to our show. Thank you to Ethan Smith, the creator of our theme music. I've been your host, Allie Urban, and you're listening to WHUS Stores 91.7 FM.